Welcome back to this interstellar edition of Rabbit Troop Sucks, where we cover Wing Commander from 1999. And we are a podcast about mysterious things and rabbit troopy things and... <laughs> Sucky things. <laughs> and... Uh, we are a podcast about <laughs> overlooked films and obscure films and sometimes just forgotten about films. I'm Paul. Next to me is Mike. Hello. And Mike is super excited to review this film. And I texted Lamar earlier, hoping that Lamar might join us, but unfortunately he could not. But Mike or uh, Lamar noted in his text that he was uh, seeing how excited Mike was. And I wrote, oddly excited, and how to get down down to business with it. So... Yes, we're going to be looking at our second video game adaptation into a film. Our first being Double Dragon and the second being Wing Commander. And Mike, you you have a lot to discuss about this film. I have I have a lot of questions. I know very little about the, uh, about the video game itself. I've seen it a bunch. I know people in it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I Wing Commander was my my fucking jam in the 90s. Wow. Like I like how many? Um, I know there's like multiple. Like how many were you playing? I played a lot of them. At least okay. at least through four. Oh wow. Number three is the one that I want to talk to you about at some point. Um like on air off. No, no, on air for okay. sure. Um but yeah, like I I mean I had my my fucking thrust master joystick and I was fucking those kill Rathy up. Wow. I and I did see this movie <laughs> when it came out and not since then. But in I was, the theater? I don't think I saw it in the theater. A piece of trivia I read, and I think I knew this when the movie came out. This was one of maybe two or three films that had the new Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, preview beforehand. And this is one of the films that people would go and just buy the ticket to see the preview <laughs> and then walk out of the film. That's not um, surprising. That's crazy. That's that's Go see a real film and then just like hang out and just see the preview. And if someone's like, what are you doing? Be like, I'm going to use the bathroom. And then you run off. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Or to see the movie. Like, that's just like, if I bought a ticket to see Wing Commander, specifically to see the Star Wars preview, I would then follow up with watching Wing Commander. Yeah. This movie sucks, but I mean, <laughs> it's not that. No, well, no, it is. It is that bad. Um, but I was really excited when you brought it up because I had kind of forgotten about it and I was really happy to watch it again. Well, the reviews on IMDb are, are insane. Um, it's kind of like an average rated film. I think I have it loaded up. I'll, I'll read the preview or the synopsis as well. Blair, a fighter pilot joins an interstellar war to fight the evil Karathi who are trying to destroy the universe. Pretty simple, straightforward, um, direct video game stuff. Uh, what was I looking up? Something. Something. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. So let's talk about who's in this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, what The main character is Freddie Prince Jr. Mm -hmm. uh, FP. FP. FPJ. I was talking about the ratings. The ratings. Yeah, yeah. Let, no, no. Tell us about the ratings. Oh, I, I was just going to say, you know, it's, it's a 4.3. Okay. And we've, we've seen terrible films. Um, uh, you know, last time we reviewed Double Dragon, even though Mike and Nemo hated it, I was arguing that it was like at like a... 3.2 and i was like no way like i just even if you thought that movie was bad it's not that bad a four so a 4.3 is you know overall not bad but some of the reviews are people are like 9 out of 10 10 out of 10 no. like don't believe the haters there is no way in hell town 
This movie is even circling the rim of seven, eight, nine out of ten. No. And I'm not saying we're not going to have fun with this film. I'm just like anyone being like, nah, haters going to hate. And this movie is like a nine or out of, t- or out of ten. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. <laughs> you you are out of your mind. Yeah, like for so many reasons, you are out of your mind. <laughs> but Yeah. But I mean, the, honestly, the cast is pretty solid. I yes. mean, FPJ, you know, he's not the best actor, and he's not at his best in this. But you got you got Matthew Lillard at his most Matthew Lillardy. Um, the most Matthew Lillardy <laughs> is uh, is Scream. Okay, I think yeah. I think he takes it he takes it so so awfully over the top yeah scream or or hackers maybe i can i I, i'm okay with serial killer yeah i mean i I, I I feel as that role i'm okay with it um but then when you see that role in other films you're like no please stop that's fair um but i I like matthew matthew lillard overall i've seen him more as an adult i he was in a show recently and i really liked him uh, I also, uh, Freddie P, uh, I mm-hmm. actually really like him more as an adult. I've seen him interviewed. Um, I think these were just like two guys who got famous really quick. Um, Freddie, I think is a little more creative cause I think he did, uh, not that Matthew Lillard is not just like in his endeavors, Freddie Prince Jr. was writing and directing as well. Um, but I, I actually uh, heard him voice star in Star Wars Rebels. And I not okay. only did I think he was good, I thought he was fantastic. Just okay. like a very notable voice actor. I was like, oh my God. Like, I was even telling my wife and like, she probably didn't really care whatever, but I was like, I just watched this episode and this voice acting was so good. And I was like, I knew who it was. And uh, it was kind of crazy, but I've seen him in some other things too. So I think, you know, these guys have chilled out and they just want to be actors now. So looking back, I'm like, these are like the frat versions of these guys. Right. So I th- I'm like very forgiving. These guys seem kind of nice overall. So, well, it seems like they don't really take themselves super yeah. seriously. Like, yeah. I mean, just this was what a couple of years ahead of Scooby-Doo. Uh, which they're also both in. Which Crazy enough, I recently watched Scooby Doo within the last year. Yeah, same. Um, I I really like that movie. I did as well. Yeah. I saw them both. Uh, this is the first time I've saw the sequel. And the sequel's less good, but I still like agreed. it. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, but I remember Freddie Prince Jr. being interviewed once, <clears> and he's like, "I'm a huge Scooby Doo fan. I own all of this." Like, and he wasn't joking. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, really?" And like, he's like, "Yeah." Like, I am so excited about this film and the cast of Scooby Doo going back is awesome. Like every single member of Scooby-Doo and the villains are all notable. Um, and you're going to see kind of in weird ways, a little bit of a reunion and that'll probably be the photo we post for this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Three out of four. So we got those two. Um, I don't know the actor's name. It's a complicated foreign name and I won't attempt it. Uh, but he played Paladin. Um, he, yeah, Mike, Mike, someone's trying to steal your nickname. Yeah, we, got pal- we got another paladin on deck, but he, he's a French actor and I, he was one of the bad guys in golden eye, which I think is where I remember from the most. Uh, he seems like he would be a bad guy. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's been in a bunch of other stuff as well. And, uh, this is a weird one, but I just, this is a show that I watched a lot as a kid cause PBS was the only channel we got. Uh, David Suchet was the, like the captain of the ship. Um, and he played Poirot in the PBS Agatha Christie Poirot series. We probably, my father probably put all of those on VHS. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so like kind of a, an interesting cast and uh, a voice cameo. 
Oh, yeah. So I don't know much about the game. And uh, one of the main things I knew is Mark Hamill, I believe, was the main character of the first Wing Commander, well, the voice actor. This is what I would like to segue into. Okay. So, so yeah. So my understanding, so let me open with what I think I know, and you could correct any of this. Mm -hmm. But I think Mark Hamill was the star, the voice actor of Wing Commander 1. And I think that was like the big selling point. Like when this came out, it was like, oh my God, this is cinematic and you have Mark Hamill on deck. And I think a lot of people from what I read complained that Mark Hamill was not the lead in this, but Mark Hamill did cameo mm -hmm. as the voice of the computer. I can't remember. The computer does have a name. Um, Merlin? Merlin? Yeah. yeah it's Merlin. Okay. So now let's talk about Wing Commander 3 for a second. Wing, oh, okay. Wing, Wing Commander 3 was one of those games, and I, I believe the first in the Wing Commander series where the cutscenes were just live action film. Like, uh, what's that? What's that one? Like, um, the trap game, the night trap. No, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so like you play the game, you're like flying around and the graphics suck cause it's 1994. But then, you know, when you have the cutscene, it's just actors. Yeah. So okay. this is, this is me owning a Sega CD and I right. was like bewitched that things were shown to me. Then I realized I wasn't even playing games. <laughs> right. So, not only was Mark Hamill a voice actor, Mark Hamill was a physical actor in Wing Commander 3. Like, the, Mark Hamill, the actor, was Okay, there. let's backtrack really quick. Was he a part of Wing Commander 1 and 2? I don't think so. Okay, so what I just said, like my knowledge of like, he's in it, it was a big deal. Mm -hmm. I was, what I am saying is, I was then, question mark, thinking of Wing Commander 3? Yeah, I okay. think you were thinking of Wing Commander 3. I'm, I'm going to show you the cover art from Wing Commander 3, Heart of the Tiger. Isn't it, and I'm going to close my eyes uh, before I look at it. Isn't it like kind of like a gold background, his face and maybe a cat? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> well, and, and one, there are. I told you I have a good memory. There are two additional <laughs> actors on this that you will is recognize. It, is it uh, Indiana Jones guy? It is. is it sliders? Yeah. John, so, John Rise? Yeah. So check, Davis? This, check this out. Boom. I. Oh my God. So, so I, my, my recall for numbers is terrible, but I'm not far off with, oh my God, uh, the guy underneath, I can't think of his name. So we have Jonathan Reese Davies. We have Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. And that, that fetching cat fellow. Yep. That's Tim Curry. Wow. So uh, Wing Commander 3 featured... Darkness, darkness and legend and yeah. uh, Pennywise and it's... And, right. And then... And Rum that, Tum this, Tugger. This fucking cat. <laughs> Rum Tum Tugger drunk off his own but yeah, folly. Dude, Wing Commander 3 <laughs> brought Mark Hamill, Jonathan Rhys-Davies, Malcolm McDowell, and Tim uh, fucking Curry. I... <laughs> this was a big deal for me when I was... 13 or whatever. <laughs> Did you have the poster? Were you like, yes. Oh yeah. I had that right above my bed. Your family was like, oh man, Mike's into cat people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, that's awesome that I'm patting myself on the back that I remember a good chunk of that poster outside of the number. Yeah. And clearly I forgot about Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell in the bottom corner. Um, that's crazy. Have we talked about the video game poster of the old man with the banjo? What game is this? God damn it. I wish Lamar was here. Okay. Um, but the advertisement was a like an old man playing a banjo. And then there was like a starship in the distance in the sky. Interesting. And there's like a whole story about this. Like, what the hell? Why was this the poster <laughs> of this video game? And it's some like Nintendo role playing game. 
And like, it was like a very notable thing that I remember talking to Lamar about. I was like, I just remember this was like a Nintendo Power magazine when I was a kid. And I was always like, why is this old man with a banjo playing something for, is it Star Tropics? It is not Star Tropics. It is (laughs) Phalanx. Oh, Phalanx. Phalanx. Yeah. So you look it up. Uh, with a PH. Um, yeah. The, yeah. The like, I, there's, there's yeah. like a literal article about it and like how it came to be and how they were using like different photos to promo this. And there's like a whole explanation and it's super weird. And it was, I think it's super Nintendo. It's it is. A, yeah. yeah. So it's a super Nintendo game. I don't know. I know we're going off topic, yeah. but <laughs> we're talking about video games and adaptations. Where's our phalanx? Old man banjo. I could see the preview now. Like I remember a time in the stars. <laughs> um, I have no idea, but yeah, I'm just so happy that Wing Commander three and its poster artwork stuck out in my mind. Um, well, I mean, how can you say no to that cat? I also can't. <laughs> no, in this movie, um, the Kilrathi are. You don't really see them for most of the movie. I'm glad and for that. And then when you do see them, you, you realize why you didn't see them. Uh, it's because they didn't really know how to do this. Yeah, and it's rough. <laughs> the FX is rough. Yeah. Uh, the special effects is not a great time. No. This is this movie came out, what, two years prior to Lord of the Rings? <laughs> to Yikes. Put, to put the frame that for you. <laughs> Yikes. Um and yeah, so it really struggles in that area. But when you see the enemy, it's like you could tell like, wow, that's really where the budget was cut. Like that yeah. was the, like, hey, guys, we need it seems like certain things were filmed. And then there was a lot of things done like post like like, hey, guys, imagine like the wall's going to fall down and fall down here. But then like two months later, they're doing like digital effects. It seems like they added all that when they showed the was it Kilrathi? Yeah, the Kilrathi. Um, I feel like when they showed them, they're like, "Dude, we have like fifteen bucks. Like, I like I, we're gonna do this in my garage." I if I had to guess, and I have no info to back this up, I'll bet they wanted to do it practically because in the video game, like, it's just people with masks, right? Okay, and that it looks been, looked yeah. better than this shit. Yeah. Um, and I'll bet that that's what they that's what they started out with, and at some point, someone was like, "No." We need to fucking CG this because it's 1999. So, and I, then it looked like a horrible monster. You know, clearly disclaimer. Anytime we read like weird uh, trivia on IMDb, I have no idea who wrote this. One of the trivia points was a podcast. I think I told Mike it was about this or something else. It was like uh, weird trivia, like blank and blank podcast gave it a nine out of ten. Like, what what kind of trivia is that? So you you have no idea the reputation of who's submitting this or the accuracy of this trivia. But one thing I did read was Freddie Prince Jr. And I could definitely see this. Was, it was like, I was really excited. Me and my buddy, Matthew Lillard, uh, excuse me, we're going to be on this. And they gave us one script. And by the time we got there, they're like, here's a completely different script, but you're pretty much locked in. And this is the film now that you're doing. Um, and then he later said, like, this is like the worst film he ever did. And Freddie Prince Jr. seems pretty nice. He... Uh, and the trivia was he called this a piece of shit just directly. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, uh, I definitely feel there's probably a lot of switcheroos here because there are some notable people in this cast that I cannot imagine uh, if they knew what this would be, would be on board. No. Oh, 100% not. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about it. 
And the Pilgrims, Mike. I read that that's just for the movie. Yeah, the Pilgrims weren't a thing in the game. We're I not mean, talking about Scott Pilgrim. At least as far as I know. Oh, did uh, the Scott Pilgrim news I'm super excited about is they're doing a Scott Pilgrim TV show. It is going to be animated. It is going to be directed, I believe, by the author of the Scott Pilgrim books. It is going to be produced by Edgar Wright. And everyone from the film is doing their voices back for it. And oh, I was that's like, cool. I was okay. like, that's awesome. Like everyone, like from Aubrey Plaza's role to Scott Pilgrim, Michael Sarah. I was mm -hmm. like, that is so like, how fun would that be? Like, yeah, no, that would be. Fun. Yeah. So like, normally I don't know how stoked I'd be about that, but like something like that and putting it in the animated format and clearly just everyone loves everyone's role who they played villain or not scott pilgrim so yeah i'm excited no that is cool which is not this movie <laughs> no it is not sadly it is not i think i think maybe i think a couple of my notes might explain why we're like a little dodgy about this film because uh five lines into this film i just start writing like space jump dope diggity <laughs> honestly all of my usually i have like more the conversational <laughs> notes my notes are all one-liners um one because i was just kind of having fun watching this movie there are many fun parts that um, is true and two it this it this movie doesn't deserve doesn't deserve long form notes it gets yeah it gets. like i mean i'm gonna just be upfront. i think this movie uh i've seen i don't think i've seen it all to be honest with you i know i've seen parts of it i did not see this in the theater i think i've seen parts of it and piecemealed bunches of it together over the years and it's been on in the background but i know this movie got a ton of hate uh especially from fans who are like this isn't following this um and other things that just, I think even the special effects at the time, people were like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Like this cannot be released in the theater. Like better things are on the sci-fi network. They weren't really wrong. I don't think this movie deserves this crazy hate, but I, as I said, there's like reviews of eight, nine and 10. <laughs> no, no friend. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's completely. Wrong. And I love, I love five, six movies. So don't, don't get me wrong. But yeah. like, when you're like, this is the perfect movie for you, maybe that, that I could see, because we'll talk about movies later. I'm sure, uh, which I've already done where I'm like, yeah, I love it personally. So that I get, but like in your heart, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, there's no way in hell. No, there, there's not. So, what what are we going to talk about? Talk through this movie like we usually do. I mean, sure. I mean, I have I have sporadic notes. Like okay. the opening is a weird narrative. You like the credits are rolling. It's like join space camp and the Karathi hate you and asteroid face death and people <laughs> <laughs> are like, oh no. But there's a captain and there's a new Pearson and those people are doing stuff but dead now. But space torpedoes join us. <laughs> That's that's the opening, right? No, right. no, that that's pretty much the opening. Yeah, it's like a promotional video or like a recruitment yeah. film news flash kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, so the whole the, the basic premise of the movie is the Kilrathi, who are these race of cat alien. I well, well, let's open with this. Okay, I did not know any of that until the end of the movie where they show these freaks. So you didn't know that they were cats? Not at all. Okay. So that's why when I'm like, wow, we had $15 left on the budget. Like, 
that was that that reveal for me that who's that man <laughs> behind the curtain i was like oh god you're a trash bag in yeah, a green that, a green a green room they're always in green rooms those aliens they like it green <laughs> yeah I yeah that, that must have been jarring for you it was <laughs> it but, yeah. was so they're you know what the year, the year is what 2650 or something it is 2654 you 2654 okay and you know the as humans expand into space uh, they run into these cat aliens and there's no diplomacy here. The cat aliens are not, they're not stoked. Um, and you know, it's just all out war. I'm going to interject one thing. They're noting this as a backstory and you Correct. see like some of the news clips and it's like, we've tried, like we deployed 400 million, uh, space diplomacy probes. I'm like mm -hmm. one. That doesn't seem good. <laughs> like no. maybe that aggravated them. I mean, they are cat people. Maybe they're yeah. like that. They should cats. have tried like a laser pointer. Or... Yeah. Also, everyone, when they're talking about it, I don't know why they all seem guilty to me. <laughs> like I, I thought I was like, I thought there was gonna be a twist in the film. Cause they're like, we tried to talk to them, but they wouldn't listen. I'm like, is someone in on the take? Like mm -hmm. someone getting money. There's other moments too, when people are just seem guilty. And then they really project that <laughs> on Freddie P for being what is known as a pilgrim. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm like, you're all guilty. I, there was a moment I thought the Admiral was guilty. I was like, he is in cahoots with yeah. someone. Oh, they, <laughs> the entire movie is spent trying to convince you to think that every character is like a double agent in yes. some capacity. And none are. And none, yeah, 100% <laughs> nobody is. Surprise. The, the only villain are the cat aliens. Um, and yeah, so yes, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character is half pilgrim. And the backstory that they give is that there was, a, there were pilgrim wars. The pilgrims were the first, uh, earth, you know, space explorers. And they just, they spent five centuries out there, uh, and they ended up developing a, an innate sense of navigational supremacy that became hereditary and, then they wanted to fight. It, there's a whole fuck. It's so fucking stupid. But right, Freddie Prince's mom. Yeah, was she a was a pilgrim, and because of this, everyone fucking hates him. Yeah. So no one knows this. Like you can't tell. Like right. there's well, no, he's like, wearing a fucking ludicrous medallion. That is correct. <laughs> he is wearing uh, a champagne bottle size medallion around his neck. And even Matthew Lillard's like, bro, you gotta take this off. He's like, no, no, it brings me luck. He's like, I cannot. It always literally has brought you the opposite of luck. Right. And so no one trusts him, but everyone seems guilty. Um, right. It's all just super weird. Right. But they, they had to do that because, it, you know, he's the MacGuffin basically where he has this uh, inherited sense of navigational, navigational skill that is necessary later in the movie. But uh, but navigation is basically what drives this movie along. So there's like a, you know, a human space base and it gets attacked by the Kilrathi and everyone's dead and they they steal a Navicom. And we know this because someone says they want the Navicom 87 times. Oh, yeah. In the first five <laughs> minutes of this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, this would be like the hyperlink if this yeah. movie was scripted. What are they here for? They want the Navicom. They're yeah. after the Navicom. Navicom Did they get is the Navicom? Now available on Amazon. I think they may have gotten the Navicom. <laughs> but if they have the Navicom, they can navigate. Well, I think they do have the Navicom. Are oh, you fuck. a Prime member? Navicom, Navicom could be delivered to you overnight if you spend $25 more. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be a DJ for a day. Do you need to buy Q-tips in a Navicom? Mm, mm -hmm. You're three cents short. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, the Navicom is a weird device that enables you to basically hyperspace jump to areas. It gives you coordinates and you're like, yeah. woo, I could do these things. Um, going back to being a pilgrim, uh, they were able to navigate innately, like through instinct. Like, right. And I'm saying this to you as the listener, this story is drawn out for an hour and 15 minutes. The movie's about an hour and 40, but they really give you a little breadcrumb trail of what a pilgrim is. Um, and really at no point in time do I know why people are distrusting them outside of it like they got superior and they didn't like other people. And then we shot them and yeah. they shot us and some people are alive. Some are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. maybe, maybe he feels bad. Like, Hey, like you killed all of my ancestors. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, and his parents were on either side of the, the conflict. So maybe he's torn too. Yeah. Everyone's being a dick about this, but, but yeah, so. Well, let's backtrack. Okay. I'm sorry. The, the, so leading all to this, Mike, you played the game. Like, are there similarities? No. Is it? Oh, <laughs> I mean, the game is 100% space combat. Okay. Like you just, you fly around and you shoot at stuff. I was looking a little more for the story. Cause I was going to say the, a lot of my notes, uh, for the first 45 minutes of the film are in this game. Do you ever fight? And do you ever get into a spacecraft? <laughs> yeah, the, because in 45 minutes, they do not. No, they don't. The, and the, the game is all, Flight simulator, basically. But, but like the story, the background is any of this. Like outside of pilgrim stuff, like is like you were this person. Yes, I mean some of the characters overlap, and like it's you know the the Kilrathy cat people being dicks is the are you know they're the enemy. Is there a real reason for this? No, I like it. It's, you know they're cats. They're it, anyone who owns a cat will know cats are total pieces of shit. <laughs> they're like knocking over glasses and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're really building building our base 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 of listeners uh you you uk disparaging remarks <laughs> cat owners uh, i i cat owners cat owners in the uk are losing their minds yeah, no, right they now. hate it i used to have a cat and that cat was dope and i i like cats very much but everyone who owns a cat well, knows that cats are pieces of shit i have tried to explain on many occasions that mike's cat when he had a cat i would throw yeah i would say slash gently toss yeah she liked to be tossed and people wouldn't believe it um i'd clearly do this carefully uh with a lot of love i love animals and so i would gently toss this little cat on top of this couch and i would run like a foot back to uh, you had i think like uh some kind of sitting chair yeah and that's that's as far as i'd go just like one or two feet but always gently this couch this cat loved it it would follow me and do like if it would do it forever. Yeah, it would, it would do be it like, like more, more, more. Yeah, like yeah. there was like a 40 minute span of me doing this and that cat was never going to give up. And it was meowing and there was lots of pets and treats. Um, yeah. It was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cats are great. Right. And, but, and then your it, house then, and pet didn't leave. Right. But then when you left, like, and I was sitting there watching TV, <laughs> it would walk up to me and never breaking eye contact, just knock over my glass of water and then, <laughs> and then leave because cats are huge dicks. <laughs> Yeah, I like just tossing even, your cat on a couch and leaving. Even like, Bing Bong. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye. Take it easy, cat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's the premise of the game. The cat knocks over the glass of water and the United States Space Federation decides to bomb them or something. God help us all. Mm -hmm. I think that was noted. Or it was in my mind. It was yeah. my own narration. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, so they get this <laughs> fucking Navicom and, uh, you know, the head admiral's like fuck we gotta 
we got to do something. Yeah, these aliens. Is that what we said? These aliens yeah. have this Navicom that um, only humans were using. Yeah, and so in in this in the sci-fi universe of Wing Commander, um, they have their spacefaring. They have all these ships. They can do hyperspace jumps. Um, they don't. Th- their walkie-talkies only work within like a five-foot radius because no one can ever talk to each other. In in throughout this whole movie, the major stumbling blocks are like we'll never be able to warn them. They're too far away. Um, which is, I mean, probably accurate as far as like realistic physics, but also I don't know why that's the hill we're dying on in this movie, but no one can fucking talk to in each fi- other. Twenty six fifty four. my Bluetooth could go like right, while yeah. I'm outside. So I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure twenty sixty fifty four um, uh, has better Bluetooth, Bluetooth, I mean, at least 2.0, I, I would hope 2.5, yeah. but I mean, they, they don't ship 2.5. They don't hear. So the, the whole thing is like, we need to get physically to this place to warn people. Cause it's too far away to call them on the phone. Yeah. So, and we don't trust anyone. No. We need it. We need to encrypt this message. Right. So yeah, they, they realize that Freddie Prince jr. Is on another ship with Matthew Lillard going somewhere with Paladin. And uh, the admiral's like, "Hey, well, we don't know about Paladin. We no, don't we, really know about anything. We don't know. We guy. don't know anything. He, like, He's just a guy. We'll we'll just say like, FP's current captain. Yeah, I don't know some like rogue vessel doing weird stuff. It was just like I think they were being transported somewhere. But he's like, "Hey, if I give you this fucking Sony mini disc, uh, will you bring it to this place? Wait, wait, that's what was happening. So this captain was not really their captain. This captain was just transporting Matthew Lillard and Freddie." Yeah, I think they were just hitching that a ride. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. he was just kind of like a, a rogue independent contractor transporting them from one starship to another. Um, well, I mean, there's, but then there's like endearing moments between Freddie Prince Jr. and the captain. Yeah. So I think, I think they're, they're working together. With the original captain? <laughs> yeah. Like the main captain. The original captain, like on their, on his original. The one s- who sends them the mini disc. No, like they, oh. like they're, they're, they're on some, <laughs> kind of, they're on some kind of vessel, right? Yeah. Well, they're on, we don't know, <laughs> we don't know it's Paladin. We think he's just a guy, but, but Paladin mm-hmm. is not just transporting him. Like he is working together with Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, I thought he was just transporting him. Well, he, he just takes late, a shine to him because he's a pilgrim and we find out that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I know we're jumping the gun, but later he's like, why didn't you ever tell me that you never asked? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. You're like my, you're my bus like, driver. Yeah. Like, like, I, made you like, like I paid the fare yeah. and I sat back there. Like, <laughs> right. what, what the hell? Like, let me tell you my life story. Well, so, <laughs> Listeners, this will tell you something about the quality of this movie. We watched this just now and neither of us have any idea what, what was happening. That's fair. Um, <laughs> but so regardless of what their relationship was, they were going somewhere. And Freddie Prince Jr. has to bring a mini disc to the Tiger Claw. Yeah, is the, it is straight up it's an a Sony mini, mini disc. disc yeah. um, it's like, here is this encoded message on a mini disc. And mm-hmm. if you don't know what a mini disc is, God bless you. Yeah. And also, oh, I oh. like mini discs. <laughs> but so he takes this mini disc to the Tiger Claw ship. Um, and he's like, hey, uh, Captain, I got this mini disc from this other guy. And the second in command is like, you're a piece of shit. Cause you're a pilgrim. He's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that guy flies off the rails quick. Yeah, no, he doesn't, he doesn't waste any time. And, and Freddie Prince Jr. is like, okay, dude. Um, but like, I'm just delivering this. And the captain's like, oh, are you the son of so-and-so? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, 
that guy was dope. So you're probably fine. Um, and they listen to the disc and it's, you know, it's the warning and he's like, well, we got to listen to this warning. We got to go drive to this place for some reason. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a banger of a track. It is a banger <laughs> of a track. Yeah. They, they rock out to it for a little bit. So that, that kind of sets this whole thing in motion. Like they now have to get to somewhere in a time frame or else earth is going to be killed, destroyed, whatever you do to a planet. It's an age old classic story. Yeah. Like at this point in time, who cares about earth? Do you, how f- how far are you from Earth at this point in time? Well, it was twenty-five days was the, no, the I drive mean, time, I guess. No, 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 not literally. Just I'm like, like as humanity, oh, how yeah. far away have we moved beyond? Like we're in these crazy spaceships. Uh, we're we're like jumping into hyperspace, but they're like, ah, oh, we got to go defend Earth. They're like, don't you have like seven Earth-like planets at this point in time? Right. Like you are going through hyperspace. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, um, it's a bummer. They probably want to protect it, but like, yeah. Oh, but what on the Why journey? Why is everyone always going after Earth at this point? Well, because it's it's dope. Um, <laughs> on on the journey to get the mini disc to this ship, um, Freddie Prince Jr. has to navigate through a jump by hand at the behest of Paladin, because they want they want you to know that he has this skill. And it's really more the journey of a young man, yeah, and his explorations of his self. Mm-hmm. And his jump and his ability, his ability to do so. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> but so yeah, they Google all of that. They get to, they get to the ship and they deliver <laughs> the message and immediately they start like clowning on the babes. Um, this movie must have been sponsored by fucking Johnny Walker because every other scene they're just drinking scotch out of a bottle. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it is. It is very Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Um, he immediately jumps off the ship. He's like, check out the blonde. Like, right. Um, Who are the two best pilots? It's me and this dude. Fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm like, um, this is a military operation. Like, yeah. uh, and o- not only is it a military operation, it's a military op- operation that is putting the fate of humanity in the balance. But yeah. hey, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone's just having a great time. <laughs> right. It's Miller time, bro. Um, it is Miller time. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. mistakes the the wing commander for like a mechanic, and he's like, "Why am I taking advice from a babe?" Yeah, I thought this, this is a huge Star Wars: A New Hope yeah. uh, scene. Where, oh yeah, I mean the the ships are very like X wing esque. Uh, they're in a hangar on a bigger ship, like a battleship. He jumps in, uh, and then yeah, just like Mike said, you know. Uh, a mistake has happened where he thinks the wing commander is just the mechanic and she is drilling him. What would you do if uh, the Korathian, Kilrathians did this or this or this? And you'd be killed every which way. And he's like, whatever, grease monkey. <laughs> right. And she's like, I'm your wing commander. And I, I chuckled in my in my heart and mm-hmm. in, my, in my wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I later commanded it back, back, back into shape. Back, right back. Part three. Um, yeah, I mean, I, this fucking thing. Um, they, he, he makes the mistake of referencing uh, Lieutenant Commander Chen, who was apparently the previous wing commander who died. And this hips them to He the, did not exist, Mike. He didn't exist. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He didn't exist. And that's, that's how this crew uh, deals with the death of their colleagues. They just say that they didn't exist. They write them off, but they didn't really talk about that. That was their mentality in the game that they play right. to cope with this. 
So, so everyone's about, very confused. Yeah, for, for for a few minutes, I'm like, every, like is this a Twilight Zone? Right, like yeah. everyone's a like, 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 like Lieutenant Chang has never existed. Like, but I just you did not see him. Yeah. Also, the amount of lieutenants every which way. Yeah. If you go to IMDb, there is a Commodore, there is an Admiral, and five thousand lieutenants. I think, and I'm I'm might be talking out of my ass here, but like. This is clearly like the Navy. This is structured like the Navy. Everything they say is like, if you, if you turned off your TV and just listened to it, it would pass for like a submarine movie. Like that's what they're trying to, there's like torpedo tubes and like, Oh my God, we'll get to those torpedoes. Yeah. Um, But (laughs) so in like Navy rankings, do you have to be a Lieutenant to be a pilot? Is that why everyone's a fucking Lieutenant? Well then, so are you, like stage one stage two like how do you get ranked because i don't i don't angel's a lieutenant and so is freddie and how and she is the commander she's the wing like i don't know what the hell's going on i i don't i genuinely don't know how it works how it works but like i would bet that they're that they're trying to mimic naval rankings sure and if you are a listener of this fantastic podcast you don't even need to write us in the answer if you know it. I'm yeah. never going to read that. No, no, we don't. <laughs> and if I did, I'm never going to retain that information. We, we talk a big game about sending us emails. We don't read that shit. If you send us movie recommendations, we'll totally, totally get going on. Yeah. That. But the minute someone's like, well, I'll tell you what, Rabbit Troop sucks. The lieutenants are, then we're just going to zone it out. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Yes. But so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of the crew trying to get, get along. There's a lot of like space hot dog and I know you had a crew. Oh yeah. A whole crew. There's two live crew. Oh, I did want to know at one point in time, uh, when we did see the Admiral earlier, I know mm-hmm. it was going back, uh, inconsequential that to really get, it was one of my notes to really give you an idea of how bad some of the special effects are. They try to show like a futuristic council on the spaceship. <laughs> and, like, and I'm like really yeah. not exaggerating too much. It was like a stone's throw from Windows 95. It yeah. was. No, that's accurate. You're like, oh, well, like just maybe you just should not have even shown that. Like it was it would have been a better move. Yeah. Well, I mean, there there's a lot of things they could have done differently here. Um, But so, oh, Taggart. Paladin's name is Taggart before he becomes Paladin. Oh yeah. Um, Taggart was the pilot that brought Freddie Prince Jr. to the, to the ship, and he he's he's trying to like kind of drop hints that he should take command, and like he's trying to guide these people through something. Um, and uh, no no one wants to listen to him until he produces a ring, and the captain's like, that ring has been passed down from generations of my friend. If you have it, you're the you're the bomb.com. Yeah. So this is the weirdest shit yeah. I've ever uh-huh. seen. So ima- imagine, ima- imagine aliens are attacking Earth and you are in charge of maybe some kind of counterattack or getting a weapon that could defend us, but you have to do some shady shit. Like, like not like you're selling people out, but like you're taking a like a real hard turn in a different direction uh to do this because someone's convincing you like this is the only way and like so imagine you're the president and the your general is trying to relay a message and this is what's happening and they're like i don't believe it like you could be this is kind of an interesting point at first because they're like i don't know if i should believe you like you're setting us up like 
if we follow you and this is like your trick, you're screwing all of us. Right. Well, but I, definitely that, but also the person giving you this advice is your Grubhub driver who for some reason hasn't left yet. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, that is very, 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 very correct. But, but, that, but he has a ring. But that's the thing. Yeah. Imagine in real life, then the guy's like, but I've got this ring because the guy on this other ship is like, oh, snap. That's been in his family, as Mike noted, for like 65 generations. He would never have parted with it. I'm like, I don't know. He could just like take right, it like, off. I could have fucking killed but him. Like, like, you don't once know. he produces this ring, it is you have leveled up in this video oh, yeah. game. E everyone's sucking his dick after he gets this you, ring. You out. have level two missiles. You now have like extra shields. People are like, hey, buddy, like you, you've built up the social network. So you have like popularity points. So now the store sells you missiles for any 5% discount. It's nice. Yeah. You're living the life. Yeah. Oh, they are. You get food and rations at a 10% discount. Yeah. It still tastes like rations though. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, so they, they do, they do end up listening to this guy. I don't know what his plan was, but whatever, it was not important, but they, they decide to go with it. Um, we have a pivotal moment where, uh, you know, the, the 45 lieutenants are out flying around for some reason. I wrote sloppy Joe driving. <laughs> they were doing some sloppy Joe driving. Um, uh, Matthew Lillard and this chick that he's been banging Rosie, uh, they're doing some, some hot rod shit and Rosie gets killed. Womp womp. And it's totally Matthew Lillard's fault. Mike, that, Mike, that is like 40 minutes later in the film. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know where we are. Oh my God. Oh my. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. My notes are very disjointed. Oh my God. What happens in between where we are and then? Okay. So we're about 40 minutes into the. Because <laughs> my notes are hot dogging around, pilgrim shit, jump thing, real shit, Rosie. <laughs> uh, and that's the movie. That's we, the movie. Yeah. That's the movie we watched. So, yes, we're about maybe like 40 or so into the film. And. Uh, a lot of this right now is they have uh, they've been so they've been transported to this major ship and they're like, basically, you are now becoming crew members of the ship. Oh, like yeah. They, I just glossed off. Yeah. They just straight up are like, you are now yeah, crew. You're here like, now. Like, you have been absorbed into the crew. Right. And Matthew Lillard's doing weird stuff. Yes. He meets this woman named Rosie. She is kind of aggro to him at first, but then immediately they have a sexual romance. Mm -hmm. uh, that That's happening. There's a lot of training sequences but then they're going to like an asteroid belt like they're going to check out the wreckage in the various yeah other that's what things. they're doing yeah so they they're going to do that <laughs> is there any, anywhere else in your notes I, I read you the entirety of them you know what i'm working with here yeah no they they go to visit that uh they're looking for the wreckage because yeah they're they're a bit they're part of the crew now their uber driver is somehow in charge because he has a ring um and they're looking for for wreckage in an asteroid belt, but like some the the Kilrathi show up and they have to fucking hide, right? Yeah. yeah. So this, I mean, th these are huge chunks of sequences. So they're basically in the ship. They're hiding in the ship. The Kilrathi start, I think, just like nuking every single asteroid, um, as one does. Yeah. Yeah, like just to make sure like all these people are dead. They basically are able to escape a little bit, and then. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like very quick. This uh, wing commander angel, she doesn't like Freddie Prince Jr. No. But then immediately is like, I do see you're a good pilot. You need to come with me. 
they go out and they're doing, I don't know, that there is some hot dogging, but they are able to escape. And then this is where Matthew Lillard and Rosie, I don't know why they go back for this one ship. Do you remember? Yeah, they were like heading back and Matthew Lillard and Rosie were like, maybe we should just go kill a couple more of these guys for funsies. Um, yeah, they're like playing almost like a like a game. Yeah, they were kind of doing like chicken with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it kind of goes wrong. Like Rosie does one and it's fine. And then Matthew Lillard goes a little bit crazy. And, and Rosie's like, oh, fuck, this is this is kind of bunk. And like it works. What he was doing works, but she was too close to it. Yeah. And got hit by like some shrapnel or something. Yeah, that I thought was kind of interesting, at least. So yeah, it was like, 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 so like the whole the ship, like hits hers mm-hmm. and uh she's like oh my ship's damaged and he's like okay just eject and she can't and that's part of the ship pro- ship's problem and then they try to fly her into the main ship again um to dock it and she comes in too hot and just crash lands yeah and, then, and yeah she's like she's stuck on the runway but like outside of the airlock yeah and they're like hey eh, we can't get her just <laughs> Put get like a drone out there to push her off the side and let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, and she just goes off the side and then yeah. immediately it goes to the philosophy of this person no longer existed. And then Matthew Lillard gives a, I was going to say half-hearted, but I'm going to say 124th hearted performance <laughs> where he goes, hey man, when it comes to me, you don't, you don't do that shit. You don't forget me. You don't forget me. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> no. No Lillard, no. no. Um, but Rosie's dead. Yeah, Rosie's dead. <laughs> so uh, that's the movie. It's a... yeah, I, I lit- my note is Rosie Forbes is dead. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone goes back to the main ship as as one does. Yeah, <laughs> they they do. And then so Wing Commander uh, Angel uh, lands and she is pissed. She is super pissed that uh, Rosie is dead. And it is Matthew Lillard's fault. Like, this could have been avoided. And she said, I, I called you back to the ship. You guys did this. This could have been avoided. So she's like, I could court-martial you for life or some some threat. And she's like, but I'm not. Uh, she also holds a gun to him um, and then puts that away. Uh, so there's there's a lot of problems, but doesn't fire him. No. You know, let bygones can, be bygones. I don't she can fire him. <laughs> <laughs> no, or maybe she could reprimand yeah him. i don't know what the deal is i mean but that's there like a brig that she can throw him in i, I maybe mm-hmm. yeah but then yeah i don't know what, what i got in my notes that the good guys escape again because i think uh these aliens are just like hot on their trail yeah the whole thing is kind of a i was gonna say cat and mouse but yeah i guess um yeah the the, the aliens then yeah come back they blow a hole into the hole of the ship and everyone's oh. getting like, 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 uh, that, like sucked out. The, okay. That my next note is FPJ getting sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't, I didn't remember what that meant. Um, yeah, well, I might've been watching a different. Yeah. You were. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they, the hole gets blown. They fix it. Um, Do you remember how they fixed it? They just like they throw a big hunk of metal at a hole tr- and then trash at it, basically. <laughs> yeah, and then a bunch of people, I think, go at it with blowtorches. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's, that's how you fix things. Problem solved. Yeah. Um. 
okay. So, but this is once, <laughs> once that's resolved. I mean, that's funny. Like I, I, we don't often really talk verbatim the notes. I might say uh, verbatim the quotes, mm -hmm. but Mike, you know, just read you his list. One of my notes was wing commander spaceship stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, yeah. That, that, that's basically what, what this movie is. It's just wing commander spaceship stuff. Um, no, but so, so yeah, they're, basically this movie is just like a long taxi ride. They're just trying to get from one place to another without getting killed. Um, and, uh, it's like a haunted house, Mike. They, it is. Yeah. You pay they, to get in. They come across this big, I think they called it like a comms ship. Um, and they are, they're also out of gas or whatever. So like, yeah, we, I was we really can, thinking hard star Wars. On there. Yeah. I was like, ah, everyone's running out of gas. Like we can, if we go over there and surprise them, we can get on the ship. We can take their fuel and then we can, they can go fuck off. Yeah, this is a crazy move. Also, one of my notes that I did skip over and inconsequential, or maybe it hasn't even come up yet. I mean, again, these are the weirdest sporadic notes mm -hmm. I've taken as well. That the the special effects are just just oh, the, bad. They are phenomenally. And terrible. when they are fighting each other, they're shooting space torpedoes. Yeah. It. It looks like someone lit the back of a firework and just like threw it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it there does. was a fuse on a missile flying through space. And you're like, what the hell is this? And I don't know how space and physics work in space and all of those things, but it's not that. No. In my heart, I don't think it's that. <laughs> it's probably not. And if you want to write us, I'm not going to read about it, but mm -hmm. it's not that. You know it's not that. Yeah. Um, but you Physicist. know, they, they do that. They, they go to the ship and this is, so we're, we're now like, we're burning through this. We're like an hour and 20 minutes into this movie. Now, this is the first time you see a kill Raffi when they're, when they board this ship to steal the fuel mm -hmm. and they are horrifying. So I, they're always in a green room. There's always yeah. green lights and I don't know what's going on. And it is, it is like, <laughs> It's like the animatronics at Showbiz have come to life in a wrong way, and now they now now they are aliens. Yeah. It's it's that weird Nick Cage movie where he's working at like Wally's World. Wally's, or, yeah. Um, well, I mean, like it's crazy on the on the <laughs> the cover art that I showed you earlier in the episode. The the Kilrathi they were like basically like walking tigers and lions. that looked like a distinguished lion. Tiger. Yeah, he had a nice hairdo. <laughs> These look like just baby faced cats that are gigantic. I feel I feel it's right to say that these cat creatures totally do space meth. I'm going to write space meth as as a hashtag. Okay, yeah. Because they they look like they would be freaking out. They 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 are kind of freaking out. Yeah. They just look shifty and shady and No, that's terrifying. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Space But meth. we we only see a couple of them and it's only for a few seconds. And it's again completely inconsequential because they're like <laughs> and then, then Freddie Prince Jr. shoots them. That's the space meth um, cat's way. Yeah, and they get the fuel cells, but also when they're exploring the ship, they find the fucking Navicom that they wouldn't stop talking mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, here's the Navicom. This is how they know where we're going. Yeah, I wrote Mike notes that he, they do not take it. They, yeah, they're just like, oh, cool. And then they leave. Right. And, <laughs> they leave and this would, fucking thing. I guess it would make sense if they're like, like the next course of action is blowing up no. that ship or anything. And yeah, it is not. It is... Although we've killed the Kilrathians of the ship mm -hmm. and could take this device, that's eh, cool. No. Yeah. Like if anyone gets on the ship. So I like know anyone has access to this. Right. But <laughs> what they did get was they got the data. So they now know the jump point near Earth that the, 
the Kilrath you're going to use. Do you think in on top of the data, they also got chicken? And do you think they got liver? Yes. <laughs> they they got chicken and liver. Um, the Navicom delivered. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, but yeah, they, they know where they're going now. So they get back to the ship and they're like, we know where they're going to come through to Earth. We have to warn the fleet so that the fleet can just wait there and fucking shoot them. Uh-oh, but it's the crux of yeah. the entire film, Mike. But like, the oh foil. no, we can't, we can't <laughs> fucking just call them. Um, we have to get there. Because our communications are down. They don't reach that far. Yeah. Womp, womp. yeah. Nothing reaches anywhere uh, in this fucking movie. That's true. Uh, Would you call it a space reach around? It was a space reach around. I mean, I mean that's what they need, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at this point, this is where whatever his name was is like, oh, by the way, I'm my name's actually codenamed Paladin. Oh, yeah, I'm like an intelligence agent. That's because that Angel's like, hey, as a civilian, like you got to hang back. He's like, well, oh, by the way, I outrank all of you. I'm a Commodore um, and I go by Paladin, which totally they stole Mike's, you know, moniker. Yeah. And he's like, call sign Paladin, dial it in. And yeah. she dials in, like, so she's got a little space cop computer and it's like, beep, boop, boop. And it's like, oh, that's Commodore Paladin. Right. So she has that information, but they can't fucking call someone. That is correct. She was able to download <laughs> information on him, but cannot transmit a, I think like a seven digit code <laughs> right, yeah. later on. It's like 7352. Yeah. They go um, there. <laughs> so, so they come up with a plan. They're like, okay, Paladin and uh, the wing commander and Freddie Prince Jr., are going to go make a beeline for like a jump port portal, whatever the fuck they call them in this movie. Um, the main ship is going to stay behind and like do whatever. Um, this is, this is now the plan. Uh, and they're on their way. It's going well, but then, then some Kilrathis show up and the wing commander, what's it? Uh, Angel. Angel. She's like, I'll go, I'll go fuck with these guys. You keep going. So, she kind of saves the day and get, but gets fucked up a little bit and she has to eject. Um, and Freddie Prince Jr. is like, Oh fuck. Now I don't have the, the data, but Paladin's like, Oh no, use your special pilgrim powers <laughs> to, to jump through with your mind. Yeah. Um, and so, he's like, Oh no. Okay. That's cool. Was not rush that too much. Okay, as yeah. Mike is Let, going let's, through. Let's talk about it. We need to uh, unpack this for a moment. Yeah. Cause the movie does not. And that's like the no. huge problem. It's yeah. like, so your mother was a pilgrim and they kind of were able to navigate space because they felt connected, but we're never really going to show you that outside of you took this one jump. Right. Um, also when he did take that jump, it was near this area that it was an old space jump that if you didn't navigate well enough near it, it would suck you in and like suck you to a different place that you didn't want to jump to. Um, that's what he navigated. Yeah. And he did that quickly with, paladin's assistance because mm -hmm. paladin believed in him well paladin was also a pilgrim as we just right. found out so paladin was kind of bonding and connecting with him because he knew he knew the kid could do it yeah but the goddamn audience didn't no and this is all coming way too late this isn't some like he was a zero now he's a hero exploration story it's like what the hell is going on like hey kid you have this power go do it and he's like how do i do it and he's like i don't know and i'm gonna kind of highlight the power that he has so the Navicom system, uh, Commodore notes, he's like, 
the Navicom systems built on the pilgrim's brain. It's the, the brain of a pilgrim is so advanced that it's making quadrillions of uh, uh, calculations to make space jumps, but these people could do it in their own brain. This guy has not practiced this at all no. outside of a wild jump. Like, that's crazy talk, man. Even in Star Wars, Luke Skywalker wasn't just like whipping around in the force in the <laughs> first five seconds. No. Um, later in Star Wars films, that seems like a thing you could do, but like, at least in A New Hope, he's like, oh, like, remember he was like waving that practice lightsaber in the Millennium Falcon? He gets zapped in the face a couple times with that practice. Right. Break. He had to like dick around with Yoda on Dagobah for like <laughs> five months or whatever. Right. You know? Which, which uh, in Star Wars time is like eight years or yeah. something. Like, I have no idea. But yeah, like, Freddie P, like, just go in there. All right. Yeah. Got like, it. I got it. I'm good. <laughs> got it. I'm Freddie P. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so th this is what he has to do. And yeah, Angel has to like run interference because um, a ship shows up. Wait, the one note I wanted to know, okay. which will be the picture that we probably use, is we alluded that there would be a Scooby-Doo reunion beyond just Matthew Lillard. Uh -huh. uh, the picture in the background that we have is Matthew Lillard in one side, Freddie Prince Jr. on the other side, and a poster of Sarah Michelle Gellar uh, in the background, which I think was a little Easter egg, mm -hmm. who is Freddie Prince Jr.'s wife. And... Uh, uh, one of the characters in Scooby-Doo, the live action movie. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Back. They were married at the point of this movie being made. They're still married. No, I know. Oh, but like, I, th I think what I read is uh, they started dating like after or during this film. Like they okay. met here and then they're married. This didn't turn her off from the whole thing. She was only in a poster. So she <laughs> maybe, maybe she never even watched this film, yeah, which right. is that's, proper <laughs> that's the scooby-doo mystery that you want to solve <laughs> yeah he could have gotten away with it too but um yeah so angel has to stay and fuck this thing up but her ship gets fucked up and Freddy, I, can't, I can't leave you angel well yeah so he, she ejects and she's floating around in this fucking pod and freddie prince jr flies back and like they're just talking through the window um, and, and she's like, no, you got to go save humanity. He's like, I can just push you back to the ship. It's like, we can see it from where we are. Like, it's just right over there. She's like, nope, you got to go. Um, if you do it, I'll court martial you. Yeah. She's like, it's an order. And he's like, no, you only have an hour of oxygen. She's like, I don't fucking care. And he's like, no, like literally it'll take like a minute and a half. We can just, we can just bounce. <laughs> we can just pop right over there. And then I can still go do this thing. Like there's nothing else keeping us from this. She's like, nope, that's fine. So she just stays out there to fucking die. Um, she she doesn't. She's she's gonna be okay. But you know, Freddie Prince Jr. has to go calculate this inavigable wormhole with his fucking pilgrim brain. <laughs> this um, is the most anticlimactic like The conclusion of this movie is lame. It's well fuck. this is the most anticlimactic like recognition of one's like cool power mm -hmm. in any film I've ever seen. Oh yeah, he does. He's like, Hey, I did it. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna go to this box, and when I get to this box if I had a navcom, a computer would do it for me, but my brain is going to like Stephen Hawking's my way through this. And he's like, hey, I did it. And he jumps. And that's it. And people mm -hmm. are like, good job. Yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's it. Like, that he, we're almost done with the film, and that guy just did his power. And yeah. The end. Great. Yeah. And he pops through the other side, and he's like, oh, hey, um, if anyone's listening, it's me. This is where they're coming from. 
And the main admiral from earlier is like, he's no, he's sneaking around. They're like hiding behind some like asteroids. Yeah, right. They're sneaking around, but he's like, oh, hey, it's that kid that I sent on that mission earlier. Um, do what he says, I guess. Uh, and they do. And they, you know, as, as the, the kitten people pop through the wormhole, they just get the shit blasted out of them. <laughs> right. Um, and it's, it, there's no, it, there's no tension here. Like there's no final showdown. It's just like, is shooting fish in a barrel. Um, and he's like, oh, uh, so did, did anyone ever find Angel? And they're like, I don't fucking know. Um, oh, wait, no, they did. She's over there. Uh, well, although the one big <laughs> thing is, and you know, but it is like such a letdown is they like this massive ship. They lead through a wormhole and then they gun it down. And that, there yeah. is no problem. Like, so on top of that, it's like they've basically ended a war because right. they, like, they took it down. Um, well, yeah, so it was it was like dozens of these Kilrathi ships like and the big boy and the big boy the big, the big boy there, yeah which, but like funneling through into earth space but but, they, you I, know, but they I feel like much like a video game it was like we just need to destroy that big one and when right. we do that the rest crumble like Correct, it doesn't yeah. really matter yeah but so Paladin shows up in his ship and he's like oh I found Angel she's dying a little bit well he's like it's amazing she turned off her beacon because she didn't want the Kilrathians to know or be led yeah but i was just you know driving around and i found her and he just like dumps her on like a bucket or something yeah yeah she's like unconscious and he's carrying her like <laughs> he's like i'm gonna like get a, a sack medic. of wheat yeah and he's just like all right i'm gonna put you on the floor and then leave i mean um, i have a lot of questions like how did he get her did he just like tow her a little who knows but also like she turned off her beacon like they were a billion light years from earth. The only way through was Freddie Prince jr's space magic. And like, what was she worried about the Kilrathi finding? Beacons. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> who the fuck knows? Her corpse. But yeah. So <laughs> her wallet. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I think, I think they took her wallet. <laughs> they totally took her wallet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's just like dumped on the floor and FPJ's like, Oh no, you got to wake up. I'm not going to pretend that you're not a real person anymore. Um, and she wakes up. She's like, no, I'm cool. And he's like, Hey, that's neat. And, and then that, they, they roll her off on a stretcher in the movie. Yeah, so far. They put her on a stretcher and that's where like the movie fades out. Like, she's like, that's great. Mm -hmm. Like her being wheeled off in a docking port of a spaceship. And that's it. And credits roll. Yeah. Like we did it. Yeah. It is the weirdest ending. It's so stupid. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know why did they even make that ending? <laughs> yeah, I, I it, don't it know. seemed expensive because they're in a massive warehouse of like spaceship equipment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, but but yeah, that that is the end of the movie. Um, and if what you if what we just narrated to you was incredibly disjointed and hard to follow, that's because the movie was, and also because I'm a little drunk. But you <laughs> you have to be. Mike was space jumping all throughout this film in a different way. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this, Paul. I'm a I'm a pilgrim. What kind of pilgrim? I don't know. <laughs> a liquor pilgrim. <laughs> uh the liquor pilgrim. You like wake up one day, you wake up in a yard. Yeah. Uh so uh what what, what are your overall views of uh of uh Wing Commander? I can I can honestly say that this movie is terrible in pretty much every measurable way. 
but I also really loved watching it. Well, I told Lamara I'd unravel the mystery. What are some of your... I, I'm not saying this movie is just total crap. Like, it is. M- M- Mike's going to highlight like the special effects. There's no defense. They're atrocious. That, that's why I'm like, when people are like, this movie is really a 10, I'm like, you cannot say that with those special effects. It's so bad. Yeah, this movie is not a 10. Um, I, I Honestly, that, that what, what was it, like 4.8 on IMDb? Yeah. I think that's... That's probably reasonably fair if you're taking everything into consideration. Because like I, I did have fun with it. Um, I know I've mentioned in the past that like I don't, I don't have a huge nostalgia bone. Um, but again, like as I was gushing earlier, like this, I love this video game series. Um, so there, there's a little bit of that there for me. Uh, like I would never recommend that anyone watch this, but I fucking had, a, I had a lot of fun. What is it about the video game series that you like? I just, I mean it. When they came out, so I was like, you know, early teens. This is like early PC gaming. Um, I just, I like that like space flight simulator kind of deal. Um, you know, I saved up my, I saved up my lawn mowing money and I bought, I bought the, the Thrustmaster joystick. Um, and it was like, it was just, it was a game that I had, which was probably part of it. But it was just like, I have a computer, I got this joystick, I'm playing this game, it's super fun. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, under different circumstances, would I have liked the game? I don't know. Like it's it's one that I had, so it, it became the thing that I like to play. When like when the last? I mean, I I know, I know we could look this up, but off the top of your head, do you even know when or have an idea when the last game came out? Oh, relatively recently. I think. oh really? I think, so, like, are they still making them? I don't know if they're still making them, but like probably more recently than you think. I'm gonna look this up right now. But yeah, just the whole like space flight sim games. I always kind of enjoyed like. The, the Star Wars, like, Rebel Assault, I really liked. Um, those, those for whatever reason, were just, like, right up my alley. Yeah, I was never really good at the space simulator games, but uh, Rebel Assault is one that I always liked. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess I just had a couple friends who I saw play some of these games, or I really remember the poster for some reason. I think, like, Mark Hamill being in a video game and yeah. a lot of these, you know, video scenes... Uh, just, I guess we're really popular or really sold the franchise to a lot of people. I just, I just don't really remember to be honest with you. Uh, t- 2007 was the most recent. Wow. It was an I mean, Xbox game. Wow. That's crazy. I wonder if they're going to make some more. Uh, um, well, once, you know, once they hear this podcast, yeah, uh, I'm sure Mark Hamill and FPJ follow us. They're going to see the hashtags and they're going to be like, you know what? Mark Hamill's going to be like, What's now I could actually be the main character again. And yeah. I'm going to actually just be in the role of the film that I was designed to be in. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to do this stupid Star Wars bullshit like drinking blue titty milk on some weird planet. <laughs> I can get back to like the real material that I'm passionate about, which is Wing Commander. And he's a great voice actor, so maybe they're going to go the animated route. They're like, we'll do an animated film or a series, and he's like, cool, I'll voice act the hell out of it. Yeah. And that'd be great. Bring Jonathan Reese davies <laughs> back. Bring Is Malcolm McDowell still alive? <clears throat> maybe. If he's alive, bring him. Tim Curry, sadly, no, RIPD. But um, get the whole gang from Wing Commander 3 back. That's what I want. Oh, there was also, th- this was, like, I don't, I don't know by name. I'm not going to look it up. But it was kind of... Big news if you were a kid when this game came out. One of the actor actresses in Wing Commander 3 was like a porn star. I did not know that. She wasn't doing pornography in the game, but like that was she was like a famous Like like beforehand she was? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Also, Tim Curry's not dead. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, well, I was like, whoa, what? I was like, did this happen over the pandemic? Is that like one of the time loops? Tim Curry is alive and well, friend. Is he? Do not kill Tim Curry. Tim Curry does not want to die. I thought um, Tim Curry, who died? I don't know. Don't alarm the world like this. That would be so sad. Um, yeah, this movie, I mean, would I recommend it? Not really. Just really... We're going to look at other films, and I know I'm going to contradict myself and be like, but the special effects, you know, I could be forgiving. Yeah, I do think a lot of people could be forgiving of special effects, and they could be outdated. Uh, you know, Lord of the Rings, you know, rewatching any of those, they just look dated, but I am forgiving of those. This just looks rough. It looks... When they're in space, a lot of the backgrounds, it doesn't even look meshed in well. It looks just so early 90s late 80s you know add on special effects it just looks like oh it's terrible yeah it looks like someone went to the mall and you're like oh, i want to pretend my backdrop space and they're like okay and hold this little moon <laughs> spaceship yeah it's, uh, like, it's bad. yeah that's like really what it looks like so i'm like yikes um but overall, there's a lot of fun scenes. I mean, a lot of the action sequences, especially when you see like the f uh, the first person cockpit scenes, uh, like the dashboard is really cool and you get to see them like gun down other ships. So that's pretty fun. But the storyline lacks. You would probably would like to just watch this if you like Freddie Prince Jr. or Matthew Lillard or mm -hmm. any of the bunch. But yeah. Yeah. We did it. We, we did do it. We wing command. <laughs> Id. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, if you have movie recommendations, feel free to reach out. Write us. We want to hear from you. Come on. Let us know a little bit about you. You know, we talk about ourselves a lot and our views about films, but we would love to read about you, your long walks on beaches, the movies you like, the music you listen to. What kind of hair products are you into? Is there any kind of daytime television that you'd like us to know and direct us to? It'd be wonderful to hear. So let us know with your five-star out of five-star reviews mm -hmm. on any of the rating systems. Reach out to us at rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com or rabbittroopsucks.com proper. You could fill out a form. Let us know if you... Uh, Want us to review a film? You could see pictures of us doing weird stuff. Um, <laughs> everyone should look at Jeremy's photo. That, it's amazing. That's accurate, yeah. <laughs> it will brighten your day. Um, yeah, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. The next movie we're going to go uh, cover really gets into a weird category of films. In this movie, Mike and I were discussing that I said I would do others kind of similar to this. Mike shut that down pretty quickly. Uh, but I understand why, so maybe we'll do others. But this one seemed to be the exception, probably also because we don't remember it as well as the others we mentioned. But we're going to do The Faculty. So uh, you get to see a younger Elijah Wood speaking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I. Yeah, pa Paul listed like a bunch of those kind of like 90s teen horror drama movies. And admittedly, that's not really my genre. 1998, The Faculty. Um, but I, when I was reading about The Faculty, and I, I'm pretty sure I've seen this, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, Elijah Wood's in it. With fucking Robbie Rodriguez directed it, which I did not know. Yeah, there. I mean, there's honestly like 14 notable people. John yeah. Stewart is in it. Yeah. So for, <laughs> for those reasons, I was like, yeah, okay, let's let's do this. The other ones, you know, maybe we'll circle back to it. But like, that was just a time. And a category that I don't, I don't need to go back to. 
Yeah, and I'm thinking this one with how many people we know in the film, like uh, listeners, like there's going to be at least one person outside of Elijah Wood that you would know. Um, I think I think this is going to be fun. Like I'm I'm actively looking forward to watching this. I have vague memories of some of this. I have definitely not seen this movie. This came out in '98, maybe 2002 or three at yeah. the latest. But I mean, I'm thinking I saw it maybe closer to 2000. Okay. So. Take that, you know, you better lead that ring to that volcano. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's that that's how you do it, Mike. That's how you do it in Denver, Colorado. How do you do it again? Boy. Yeah. Ah, as always, rabbit troop sucks. <laughs> Boy. Yeah.